Welcome to the Grace-Filled Food Freedom Podcast. In this podcast, you can expect to be inspired and equipped to ditch diets, eat well, and let your light shine. Every time you listen, you can expect practical tips straight from the Word of God that are going to get you on the road to food freedom today gooey bites of deliciousness that will make you shimmy in your seat because you know that God is speaking directly to you. Are you ready? All right, grab a fork. Let's dive in. It's the one day of the year that it's socially acceptable and even encouraged to eat way too much. From a jerky coma to being stuffed like one, overeating on Thanksgiving just seems to be par for the course. We all know that being overly full is not enjoyable, and at some point, you can't even taste that pumpkin pie. What a bummer. So why do we do it? I mean, it's only once a year, we reply. I mean, when you feel like this is the one day that you're going to eat these foods you love it's awfully hard to moderate them. Today, I want to talk about a few tips to make your Thanksgiving and any special occasion both delicious and delightful. No deprivation, no regrets. Pretty please. Okay, so we're going to talk about three different options for approaching Thanksgiving dinner. The first two will seem almost opposite, but the third will tie it all together and you'll see how Truly, you're the one at the steering wheel who can make the choices about how to make the meal enjoyable so that food is just one great part of the day. Option number one, it's all game. In dinner option number one, you're going to eat whatever is served, but you're only going to choose the items you like the most. This means passing on the so-so and enjoying the best of the best. You'll want to come to the dinner table pleasantly hungry and do your best to stop when comfortably full. You may find it helpful to stick to one plate full so that you can purposefully use your stomach real estate wisely. Now, in real life, how I would make this option number one really work is to step back, pause, and really survey the food that is being served. Take a look. Maybe you mentally rate it on a scale of one to 10 and you say, I'm only going to pick the items that are seven and up. You fill your plate with a little bit of what you like the most and you scrupulously choose the best. Now, obviously we don't want to offend our aunts, you know, our dear aunt uh, because we're not eating her sweet potatoes, but keep in mind that, you know, having A small portion totally counts too. And you can make up for the amount of food that you eat with pouring on compliments about how tasty something is. Okay, dinner option number two is to give it a makeover. So in this approach, you'll be giving your traditional Thanksgiving foods a makeover by choosing healthier recipes and substitutions. While you still want to pay attention to your hunger and fullness signals, because these foods are lower in calorie than their richer inspirations, you'll have a little more leeway with portion sizes. Now, keep in mind, when we make this choice, it's not that we're doing it because we have to eat healthy foods or we shouldn't eat Thanksgiving foods. 
the idea is if it's a fun thing for you to do, if you really enjoy trying to find nourishing, uh, lighter alternatives to Thanksgiving foods, then go for it. If that sounds like a horrible idea, skip it completely. So dinner option number three is to mix and match. Now, this is my preferred strategy. Here you'll do a mix of both eating what you like and what appeals and giving some recipes a little bit of healthy. If you're hosting dinner, keep family favorite recipes intact while adding some lighter options to the table, such as roasted veggies, mashed cauliflower, or fall salad. If you're a guest, bring a made-over dish to supplement what's already being served. Then, when it's time to eat, choose small portions of richer foods while filling up on less healthy eats. Now, again, this is an approach that we really want to own. Just because I'm sharing this option here in this podcast, it does not mean that it's something you have to do. You absolutely can stick with option number one and enjoy everything that is being served within the context of hunger and fullness. And hey, if you eat a little bit too much, it's okay. It's just one meal. However, we do want to feel great on Thanksgiving Day and being overstuffed or passed out on the couch probably is not included in that vision. So think about your day. How would you ideally like it to look? And think about marrying your wants with your wisdom. This means look at what's being served, pick your favorites, but also understand that eating too much or eating only sweets or only rich foods probably is not going to leave you feeling so good. So use the wisdom of the Holy Spirit within you and make a balanced choice. Now, here are a a couple other tips to keep you going. So when you're surveying the table, know that nothing is off limits. You can choose to have whatever you want. Just be mindful about how you want to feel and always remember to leave room for dessert. Plan on leftovers. If you're trying to eat it all up today, then chances are really good you're going to eat more than you'd like. Instead of isolating your enjoyment to one meal, Pack up a container of your favorite foods or options you didn't have room for and take them home with you. It's far better to enjoy them another day. Feeling pressured to eat? (laughs) No one, even your persistent Aunt Mabel, can argue with the statement, no thanks, I'm full. Kindly decline peer pressure by telling them that you're tapped out and ask for a to-go box for the or for the recipe. Listen, flatter, 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 and feel free to trash it when you get home. I promise I won't tell. Most of all, enjoy your day. This is only one day a year, and if you do have more than you like, it's truly no sweat. Just hit the reset button as soon as you notice. There's no need to wait until the clock strikes midnight. Because when you bring the Lord into every area of your life, well, it changes everything. Oh, and P.S. If you're looking for an additional resource to help you get rid of those negative thoughts that lead to overeating, I've got the best resource for you. It's the 15 tips from the Bible to overcome overeating Bible study. It's five days. It's simple. It's word-based, and it will transform the way you see overeating. And the link is in the description below.
Well, it certainly was lovely to spend some time with you, sis. I hope that you're enjoying a taste of food freedom. Now, if you're looking for more of an entree, I'd love to officially invite you to my Platinum program. It's a six-month, deep-dive, start-to-finish program that is going to immerse you in God's Word and God's plan for food freedom. You can find out more at gracefulplate.com forward slash platinum. And while you're there, be sure to get on the waiting list. It is the most fun, most practical, most productive time you'll probably ever spend on a waiting list. Be sure to check it out. I'll see you there.